0: And they can unmute themselves. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. We give God glory. We give God honor. We give God praise this morning for the things that he's doing, the things that he's allowing us to do, working in our midst this morning. Amen. Working through uh, those believers. Amen. The real Iglesia, the real called out, set aside, consecrated, separated men and women of God, giving voice, through the gospel message through them this morning and we thank god that we have the holy ghost helping us motivating us igniting us keeping us encouraged and strong in our faith this morning because we preach faith by love this morning amen and we know that god is pleased because we have to believe the things that we say amen and we don't doubt in our heart we're going to have those things that we say because we base it on the precious promises of a faithful God who cannot lie. He's not a man. If God promised it, God is going to perform it. Amen. And so we just thank the Lord this morning for that confidence that he's given us, that assurance. Amen. We That, we, that belief that we have is based on the precious promises of God, a God who cannot lie, but is faithful who promised, not like men. Amen. You know, And so we thank God this morning for that Amen. And we come this morning with Holy Ghost boldness this morning. It's not any boldness of our own this morning. We're not authorized, but because the Lord said, come boldly before my throne of grace and mercy. And so we do that this morning. Amen. Confidently this morning, intentionally this morning, purposely this morning, because we want to be able to learn about these revelations. We want to know what it was that many who followed him in that day, what was it that captivated them? Why were they so excited? Amen. And what was the reason the other half of them decided that they wanted no part of it amen because of the price they had to pay they had to come away from sin they had to repent they had to change their minds and hearts and so we understand that this gospel can be a stumbling block for many and it can also be a stepping stone for others and so we choose this morning to make steps of faith to step up in God this morning because he's taken us from faith to faith he's taken us from strength to strength and he's taken us from glory to glory those serious seekers who go after him with all their heart mind soul body and strength who want to be in the know, amen, that you know, that you know, and the Lord is in the know. He said, I want you to know the truth. This is my will that you know the truth and the truth make you free. So my prayer this morning is that everybody who have come to this line, everybody who tuned in this morning, that you are in search of the truth this morning, the revelations about your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You didn't come to hear what Pastor Hayes got to say, what I come up with. No, you're coming this morning to hear the revelation of Jesus Christ. What is going to be revealed in the word? What is going to be uncovered? What is going to be made known this morning? Amen. So that you might be in the know, and you might be a man or a woman of truth this morning, standing on a firm foundation, because you have heard the word of God this morning that have gone out into your hearing, and is not going to return void until it do what God pleased in the purpose to which He sent it. Amen. So let's get into this word this morning as we pray, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Lord, give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our. Debts their toys. Lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is your kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Now, Holy Ghost, we just ask you to have your way this morning. Take us to the place that God wants to take us this morning. Teach us this morning. Show us, reveal to us this morning. We acknowledge you as the teacher this morning, the comforter this morning, the spirit of truth this morning. And we just thank you this morning for your instructions this morning in the spirit. Amen. The word of God for God's people. Amen. Nourish our soul this morning, our hearing this morning, our hearts this this morning all oh, that we might know that we know that we know amen because it has been revealed to us through the word Amen. So we give you praise, glory, and honor for it in Jesus' name. Amen. So, Pastor sharon and I greet you all this morning in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Thank you again this morning for joining with us. Thank God for yesterday' powerful service. Yesterday, school of healing, praise and worship, and the Word of God by the man and woman of God. So we give God praise. We're increased this morning. We're encouraged this morning that we have hope and confidence in the Word of God, the precious promises and also in him, amen, praise God, praise God, praise God, all right then, so we want to speak this morning from the book, amen, again, of the book of John, chapter 14, we were started on verses 15, trying to get down to verse 26, talking about the Holy Ghost, amen, so we're going to pick up that discussion this morning, learn more about him, and I say him, because it's not a it, Amen. And I want to, again, remind you when you relate to the gifts, amen, always remember that the Holy Spirit is the gift giver. And I think sometimes we relate to him as it a gift. Amen. But he is a person and he has spiritual gifts. Amen. There, are, there's, Most of the time we refer to the nine gifts of the spirit, but there's so many more other gifts as you begin to read and delve into more about him. It's not just limited to those nine gifts of the spirit. Those were the nine original gifts that came with him for the edification of the church and the individuals in the church. And so I want to be clear about that because I think sometimes we throw him in with the nine gifts and we say it, the gift, but no, it's him, the gift, amen. And he brings nine gifts of the spirit initially, initially with him because he was given to the church. He was poured out to on those believers because so, they were not built up at the time in the spiritual things of God. So he wanted to come and build them up and, 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 and so that the members of the church could be edified. Amen. And it wasn't no particular person that stayed claim to those gifts amen, that did not have the Holy Ghost, even though that's what they were trying to do. Some of them in the church at the time saw people doing things, taught people prophesying, saw people laying hands, and God was using people. And some of those people in there decided, well, they can do it, I can do it. So it became a copycat mimic thing. And Paul came in and taught about the gifts, how they should be applied and how they should be used. It wasn't for the glorification of man. It was so that the church could be built up and perfected for the work of ministry amen and the individuals that god was going to use amen was going to be used in those gifts amen for the edification of the body of christ so I want to be clear about that. let's not throw him in the bag. He is an entity all within himself. He's the third person the Godhead body and he brings gifts just like Jesus bought salvation and healing. the Holy Ghost have come with nine original gifts for the body amen to build the body up and he uses whoever he decides to use. you know a lot of people think because okay you're a pastor you probably you got a title those gifts are just automatically going to flow out of you. I've known people with titles, man, my God, you know, that didn't have not one gift. Amen. You know, but they made up stuff. They try to act like they had gifts because they thought just because I have a title, I'm just going to automatically lose these gifts. You can't do it without the Holy Ghost you can't do it without the holy ghost that's his role that's his function and so you have to first have him be baptizing him with him with his power before those gifts show up amen praise god and we don't always know who that is all we know is that the first thing should happen after you get saved you should be desired to be baptized and feel and receive the precious gift of the Holy Ghost, receive his baptism, receive him. Amen. So that now he can convert you so that you will be useful in those gifts if he decide to. And so that's what it comes down to. Your pastor, your bishop, they don't decide. You go to these conferences, and they lay hands, on you and talking about all these gifts God going to use you in if you want to. They're not the Holy Ghost. He's the one that decides who he going to allow those gifts to operate in and function in. And, and it, it comes without a title sometimes, amen, because the book of Mark chapter, uh, you know, 16 talks about the signs and wonders that follow those be- that believe those spiritual signs and wonders. Remember Zechariah chapter four, verse six says, it's not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord, amen, unlimited to whoever he decides to use, amen, uh, to baptize them with himself, Amen and so we're going to be talking about him the holy spirit he is also one with god and one with the son god the son jesus christ amen they operate together as one they call him the godhead body the trinity and you're not going to find the word trinity in the bible It is a concept that have to be understood three and one amen you know and, and their scripture to back that up is that they are three and they are one one god Okay, but three distinct roles roles there God the Father who created, God the Son who saved, and God the Holy Ghost who's right now guiding, leading, directing, and teaching this morning, and confident and strengthening this morning, walking alongside of us as another helper called the paraclete. Amen. And so, you know, we, we want to uh, look at the manifestation this morning through the communication about the Holy Spirit from the word. Forget about all these other books written out there about the Holy Spirit. You can go to the Bible and learn all you need to learn about the precious Holy Spirit. Amen. So we welcome the Holy Spirit this morning. And that's what I want to talk to you about this morning. You know, the Holy Spirit being one with God and God, the son, amen. And you know, the revelation is, is going to reveal some things to us that we previously was unknown to us, uh, specifically God's disclosure of himself through the Holy Spirit to man, amen. And so we, we, we want to delve into that this morning. He is, I'm going to say this again about the Holy Spirit. I hope you hear me tonight. Let me reveal this to you. He is, I'm underscoring, he is, okay, the counselor, he is the comforter and he is that other helper. You had God helping us, amen. Remember he said, I'm a very present help in the time of trouble. David depended on God to help him. Jesus also was a helper. He came to help all those poor people, all those sick people, went in their synagogues, helped them by healing their sickness and forgiving their sins, amen. And now you have the Holy Ghost. He's that other helper, amen. And he brings the full breath, height, width, depth of the Godhead body. Amen. When you see him, you see the Trinity right there operating in him because he is that last helper. Amen. And however, his presence is conditional. This is what you have to understand. He's not in every church just because people say Holy Spirit. Sometimes you're like, Holy Ghost, you know, I feel the Holy Ghost. Well, the Holy Ghost ain't about a feeling. Amen. He's about an existence. He's about a presence. Amen. And if you don't meet the condition, you can lie on him all day long. You better be careful though. when you say that. You better make sure it's the Holy Spirit. Don't just be spewing out stuff because you, 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 you heard that and traditionally that's what you do. Okay, you need to acknowledge the Holy Spirit because you are baptized in the Holy Spirit and let him speak through you and not you speak. try to speak through him when he ain't there. He goes on to say the condition is we must love Jesus Christ. Some folks don't even mention Jesus Christ, but they say they have the Holy Ghost with the spirit, which is the promise of the father assures us of God's presence with his people forever. Once you get him, he ain't going nowhere until God, Jesus Christ, come back for his church. So we're going to be stuck with the Holy Ghost once he baptized you. And once you receive him and you know, he's in you, he ain't going anywhere unless you mess up that temple. Amen. And then you'll find out, man, he has moved. (laughs) <laughs> you know, he is moved. He, he, he's moved because he is not going to hang out in no dirty temple that don't honor Jesus. Amen. Okay. He is the spirit of truth. Okay. He is the spirit of truth. Uh, this is why the world have a serious problem accepting him because they rather, they don't want no truth, man, because it exposes all that, uh, those evil spirits, all that other stuff going on in your life. Him, but this is the most important condition that has to be met first you know, that we accept him, we accept the Lord, we accept God the Father, we accept the Godhead body, this is in order for every believer to receive him and to know him, he want to come in and spend time with you, he want to come in, (coughs) be your helper, he want to come in, and help you and cause you to function in the spirit realm where those gifts can be uh, visible and they can edify build up you know and and we can function like the bride of christ like we're supposed to with spiritual power amen and even in your individual life this is why it's so important to pray in your heavenly language a lot of times not so much in public that's okay too if the holy ghost move on you but most of the time you should do it in private so that you can build yourself up according to the book of jude chapter 20 And your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Some folks think it's a showpiece where you like to get out there, man, and I pray everybody and all of that, you know, but don't even pray in the spirit at home. Paul said, I pray in the spirit often. Paul, he stayed built up in his most holy faith. That's how he did it. He shared that with us. He said, I pray in the spirit often. Okay, but it's not for just the, the 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 benefit of speaking in tongues. There is a process that's taking place in your life. You're building yourself up in your most holy faith by praying in the spirit. There's spiritual power that comes and gets released in you, fortifies you. You know strengthens you from inside you know amen. and so this is why we do it that's the number one reason why we should want to pray in our heavenly language it's not so that you know somebody can think you so deep you so anointed no it's, it's 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 building yourself up in your most holy faith praying in the holy ghost amen amen and it's not you praying anyway because we don't know how to pray as we should but the Holy Ghost who intercedes with groanings and moanings that cannot be uttered with mere words, he prays through us and for us. He searches our infirmities. You know, he, he is that helper, man. If you read in the book of Romans chapter 8, verse 26, 27, the King James Bible. It tells you we don't know how to pray as we should. But the Holy Ghost helps us by searching those things. Why? Because he knows the deep things of God. He knows where that, where that, that, that utterance is coming from. And, and if you are not right before God, you know, that prayer is not going anywhere. You know, that's what we talked about yesterday, them evil spirits. You got to get rid of all that stuff out of there before the Holy Ghost can come in and occupy that temple and pray through you and for you and teach you how to pray. Okay, the Holy Spirit is, is, is a very manifestation of Christ Jesus within the believer who seriously seeks him, hunger and thirst for him. In order to be filled with him, uh, we're talking about a living union between you and the spirit and the rest of the Godhead body. It's a special relationship. It's a special fellowship. It's a special uh, co-labor you know, a special partnership and a special friendship. Amen. This special presence, however, is conditional. What is the condition, Pastor? All believers, I say all believers, I'm talking about true, bona fide, justified believers must obey and love God. You can't say you you know you hate somebody and thinking that the Holy Spirit is using you. However, this special presence is always questioned instead of being believed and received. That's why a lot of people don't want to mess with the Holy Spirit. They'd rather you not even talk about it because they know they're not ready to receive him because they're not ready to give up the the world and all these other things that that they serve and they worship. He is the abiding presence of the Trinity with us no matter when and where. God is the Father and God the Son and God the Holy uh, Ghost or Holy Spirit, however you want to address them, you know, it's unanimous, you know, it's synonymous. uh, You know, they are all one. And again, uh, this special presence is conditional. We must love and obey God, keep his commandments. The condition, you know, is the love in the presence of God or God or God the Son or or God himself. Uh, The tragedy is that the Holy Spirit is not given those who do not love and obey god and keep his commandments and, and 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 you know and and do things in the name of god's son jesus christ this is assured of us by god himself the holy spirit is the teacher okay the fact remains and stands true today that he is promised to every believer he is given by the father in the name of his son god jesus christ God the Son, his purpose for giving us the Holy Spirit was and is to teach us, and the believers, and others as well. In the Gospel of John, the uh, other day we stopped at verse, uh, I want to say we stopped at um, uh, John 15 and 26, where it says, The Spirit of truth which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. So let's go to the book of John, chapter 20, amen, verse 22. King James Bible, it says, and when he had said this, he breathed on them and saith unto them, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Amen. So when God breathes on you, amen, just like he did, amen, so many others, when he breathed on them as they were together on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came into them. Amen. He had been on them before. If you think about all of the prophets that God had used in the spirit realm, the, 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 prop, the prophetic word says that the spirit of God was upon them. Now, after Jesus had come and revealed to them that the promise of the father was going to be given, he now comes inside of them. He breathed on them and they received him and he came inside of them and made his abode in them. Amen. Why was this so important? Because Jesus was physically getting ready to depart from them. So they had to have an additional helper. They had to have a, a God presence with them. Amen. Remember, Emmanuel, God with them, interpreted God with them. Well, the representation of the Father and God the Son was going to be the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, that paraclete, that additional helper. Amen. And so when you look in the book of Matthew, chapter 10, verse 20 the King James Bible, it says, "But But when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what ye shall speak. For it shall be given you in that same hour what ye shall speak. For it is not ye that speak, but the spirit of your father which speaketh. you this is so important because now jesus is giving them a farewell proclamation here don't worry about it i'm here with you right now you hear what i'm saying and you're repeating what i'm saying you're going out telling folks come and see this man who gave him a sight who healed my leprosy this man you know who told me all about myself you know men and women testified to him so now he's getting ready to say don't let the testimony stop because i'm going to send you someone that's going to be with you so you can continue to testify in the spirit realm So you're not going to be left alone. So he's reminding them right there, you know, what the father is going to going to do for them so that they can continue to speak and testify by him in the spirit, by the spirit. Remember, Zechariah chapter four, verse six, King James Bible tells them that. You know, it's not going to be by power, not going to be by might. It's going to be by my spirit, says the Lord. So you're going to have the ability to speak now spiritual things because, see, the carnal mind, you know, the the word of God is spiritually discerned. So if you're going to speak the word of God, you got to be able to understand what you're saying. The Holy Ghost is the one that does that if you ask him for understanding. Don't just have the word and think just because I speak the word, there's some magic to it. You know, you have to speak with understanding and clarity. And that's what the spirit does. That's what the Spirit of God does. He gives the clarity. He gives the understanding. You know, he helps you. Matter of fact, he gives you what to say. And he don't give it to you in ignorance. He gives it to you in understanding, clarity, simplicity. So you know it's not I, but it's the Christ, Paul said, in me. "I'm not The sh- only thing we can do is not be ashamed of the gospel. Because yes, right. it's the gospel that's the power of God. That's how we should speak. As a born-again, spirit-filled believer, we should speak according to the gospel. Cause that's not our word. That word is spiritually discerned. So if another believer out there filled with the spirit, they'll they receive the message because they understand, you know, light and darkness can't walk together except they agree. So if I'm speaking in the spirit, expressed by the spirit, and they're receiving it by the spirit, guess what? We're going to be in agreement. And when two agree is asking anything of the father, he said that I will do. So we just, our job is not to be ashamed of the gospel, but to know that it's spiritually discerned. So there are ears out there that are, that are baptized with the spirit that are receive what I'm saying. The ones out there in the world who have not received him, they can't receive what you're saying. The word tells us that we started out this morning talking about that. Amen. And so we look over in the, amen in the uh, book of John, the chapter 16, verse 13 to 15, the King James Bible. And it says this, how be it when he, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth, all truth. He said he's going to guide you. Amen. So that don't mean you run ahead of him for he shall not speak of himself. That is so important. Too many times people say that Holy Ghost is speaking, but they talk more about themselves. Yes, sir. All they talk about is about themselves, mm-hmm. telling you everything about them, what they done did, what they going to do. You know, all this deep revelation they got, you know, you know. You know, and so he's saying right there, you know, hey, you know, he's not going to speak of himself. So we shouldn't either. But whatsoever he shall hear. And you can't justify that you heard from God if it's not documented. It has to be documented. It has to point the hearer back to the word. So when you're not speaking, they can go examine it for themselves and they can say, yeah, they were definitely speaking by the spirit because it's right here in the word. Mm -hmm. Hopefully you gave them book, chapter and verse. And what translation you got it from? So it's very it's verifiable. But whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he shall show you things to come. A lot of time people speak, but they don't ever show. They don't have no corresponding action, Pastor Sharon. So there's no work by faith done. You know, show me your faith. I'll show you my works. That's how the Holy Ghost do things. And he says things to come. He shall glorify me. That me there is capitalized, talking about God this who's speaking right now for he shall receive of mine that's capitalized to of god and shall show it unto you that's what the holy ghost gonna do he's gonna receive from the father and the son god the son he gonna show it to us amen so that it can be confirmed amen if it's not from god the father and god the son and god the holy ghost spoken to us through us it's not gonna come to pass You know, you can worry yourself all you want to speak in 900 tongues. It ain't going to come to pass. You know, it's telling us this right here. So don't kid yourself and shall show unto you for a little while and ye shall not see me. And again, a little while, and ye shall see me, because I'm coming back, because I go to my Father. But in the meantime, I'm going to send myself to you by way of the Spirit of God, the promise of the Father, which is the Spirit of truth, that other helper, that teacher, that counselor. So you will still have the Father in me with you, says the Lord. Over in the book of First Peter, chapter 4, verse 14 the King James Bible, he says, If ye be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye. For the spirit, talking about the spirit of God, talking about the Holy Ghost now, of glory, another name he's known by, okay, this is another part of his personality, and of God resteth upon you, okay, on their part he is evil spoken of, but on your part he is glorified. That's the believer that's filled with him. seal, healed, and have the victory through him. He's inside of them. He's going to be glorified when you open your mouth because it's not going to be you speaking, but him. But for those who, 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 who say they have him but don't have him, okay, living in them, look at what he says is going to be for them, okay? It's going to be, it's going to be detrimental for them because, you know, they're going to be saying stuff that ain't documented. It sounds good, okay, but you can't find the documentation where it's, where it's written that in the Word. You know, how can God be glorified if it's not being spoken according to his word? And there are a lot of people out there speaking things, making up things, and saying that it's from the Holy Ghost. <clears throat> Just because they say they're a prophet. And they they think that everything they say because they have behind that title, that is prophecy. All prophecy is has no private interpretation. It's verified by the word and how you know it's authentic and it's of God, it will come to pass. If it don't come to pass, then dismiss that, renounce that, denounce that out of your life. It is not helping you to hold on to it. It's never going to come to pass. Some folk been waiting for years, you know, years, you know, and so this is what Peter is letting us know over in the book of John, chapter three, verses five and six, the King James Bible. And we know this, this passage of scripture, it says Jesus. Now listen, Answered verily, verily. He's saying, pay attention to this. This is the truth. I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, big ass them, mm-hmm. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So you, 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 you outside right now without the spirit of God, you're locked out, you know, you got to be born of the water. That's that physical birth. All of us got here through that water breaking and, 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 and mom pushed us out. Now we're still here, but something else has to happen and we plan on going back to the Father. Yes. We have to be born of the Spirit of God yes. from above. Okay? Let me tell you why this is so important. It says, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Mm. So you got to be born of the spirit. Amen. You can't just remain physically born and say you serve in God and say, you know, God and say, you're going to spend eternity with God. You have to receive him, the, the, the God, the, the Holy Ghost, God, the spirit. He goes on to say, now, listen, the wind bloweth whether it listeth, and thou heareth the sound thereof, but kenneth not tell whence it cometh and whether it goeth, now listen to this precept, so is everyone that is born of the spirit, too many people man saying, you know, you know, they base it on a feeling, he's more than a feeling, he is a presence, you know, he is the third person of the Godhead body, and when he show up, now there are indicators of that, because things will begin to shake, things will begin to move back and forth, when he shows up. That power is very hard to stand. I remember I I remember there were times when we were in prayer at the at the church we, we, we kinda grew up in up in Virginia, Pastor Sharon and I and there were Saturday mornings at prayer when we started praying and crying out, man, the power of God showed up. Nobody could stand. We had folks, man, frozen time leaning on brooms where they were sweeping, you know, we, we had people rolling back and forth on the floor in laughter, we saw all these signs, we saw gold and oil in people, palms of people's hands, we saw gold teeth in, people, pop in people's, popping people's mouths, we saw all of these things, God was signifying and letting us know he was in the mist, yet we saw no physical person there, but we saw physical signs that he was there, and so when you look out there and you see the wind blowing, acknowledge that god is the one that sends that wind to blow because he wants you to know that i'm i'm god i'm in charge i'm real you know and you got to worship him in, in the spirit of that you know that's the reality right there that he's a spirit and just like the wind that's what the word spirit means it means breath it means wind it means air you know and a lot of times over in the book of uh, First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse, uh, verse 13 through 18, people get confused. and They talk about we're going to be caught up in the cloud. And when you look that up in the translation, it means in the spirit, okay? You're going to be caught up in the spirit. You haven't mean? caught up in no clouds. Ain't nobody going nowhere. Those people that are dead, their bodies are going to stay out there in the ground. They ain't getting up out no grave. Their spirits are already gone, okay? Their spirits are already in the presence of God over in paradise, waiting for the great white throne judgment. So that's why there ain't no rapture. They ain't going nowhere in no clouds. You know, you meet nobody in no clouds. Jesus is coming back here to get his church and set it up here on earth. And so let's go a little further here in the book of Isaiah chapter 11, verse two, the King James Bible says, uh, and the spirit, now this is the prophet prophesying in the spirit, big as of the Lord shall rest upon him. There it is again, in the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Now, as is prophesying here, here's a good indicator when the spirit of God is present on somebody or in somebody. Look at what he says. They should also have the spirit of wisdom. They should also have the spirit of understanding. A lot of folks just talk about the Holy Ghost man like he's some abstract. Just talk, talk, talk about him. And you ask them one thing about him, they can't tell you nothing. Well, you know, I I feel him. I feel him. Look look at my arm. Look at how the hair stand up on my arm. None of that is in that that verse right there. But that'll confuse people. They say, yeah, I feel that too. Look at that hair on my arm. Sometimes you know emotional energy, man, get released because you feel so good. How we we'll stand upon your arm, it's like butterflies. But it didn't say it didn't say none of that in there. It says spirit of wisdom, understanding, spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge in the fear of the Lord. So just because they mention the Holy Spirit, and you see a few bumps on their arms and they feeling good and all of that. That could just be energy, you know what I'm saying, excitement. That don't mean that the Holy Spirit, you got to have some understanding, got to have some wisdom, got to make some wise decision. got to have some counsel and some might. And you go to some of these folk, man, and ask for prayer, man, tell me they got the Holy Ghost, man, and they'll send you over there to get somebody else to pray for you. Tell them, take them in the back room and talk to them and all that. But the Bible said this is how you know the Spirit of God is on, on that person. You bring yourself up to, up, up to one of us. We know what we're going to do. <laughs> we, you know, we're going to get them evil spirits. We, we, we're going to go after them spirits. Amen. Uh, in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8, the King James Bible says just right here. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed and that no man say that Jesus is the Lord, but by the Holy Ghost now there are diversities of gifts but the same spirit this is important now notice what he said no man and 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 remember all that jesus went through now remember all that jesus went through some of them cursed him some of them spoke bad about him thank god that that wasn't the holy ghost they was they they blasphemed jesus but thank god the holy ghost hadn't came yet because if you blaspheme the holy ghost you're in trouble and see they could get away with it with jesus you know because Jesus stayed in his role. He understood. Remember now, he knew their thoughts afar. So he wasn't really concerned about their thoughts. He knew that they, they didn't have the ability to kill him. He knew that he was going to die. So no matter what they said to him, it did not penetrate him you know, to a point where he stopped what he was doing and, 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 and became concerned about them. You know, they tried to kill him, but sometimes he just walked right by him. They didn't even see him. I said, man, that's amazing how he just escaped out of their presence. When you had thousands of people there, man, cursing him, want to, you know, want to do him some harm. That's what it means, cursing him. You know, you you don't mean him no good. Everything you come out of your mouth about him, man, speaks of death. You know, you want to get rid of him. You want to shut his mouth. You want to hurt him. You want to do harm to him. But they couldn't do it. His time had not come. But he wasn't the Holy Spirit. He was, you know, he, 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 was, he was setting them up to receive the Holy Spirit, the third person of God here body. So he had to press on through all of that pressure that they put on him. All that stuff they did to him, spat on him, said all manner of evil and stuff against him. And he still prayed for him. Pray for those who persecute you and speak all men of evil, just like Jesus did, you know. But look at what he says here now. I want, I want to dwell down on this. But by the Holy Ghost, now there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. Now, this goes back to my point that I was making. Don't be confused about the Holy Spirit and throw him in the bag with the gifts. Okay? Because we'll say the gift it. Notice what it says here, diversities of gifts. So there's the nine gifts and all the other gifts, spiritual gifts, but it said by the same spirit, one spirit, that's the spirit of God. That's his role to bring and implement those gifts, apply those gifts for the edifying of the body. So one spirit, but a diversity of gifts. So don't throw him in the bag as one of the gifts. He's the gift giver. He's the one that calls them to function based on the plan and the purpose of God in the body of Christ. To edify, to build up, you know. So the people can acknowledge that God is there. When these gifts begin to move, then you have to acknowledge that it's God, you know. But how, Pastor, how do we know it's God? Look at what he said. There shall be wisdom. There shall be knowledge. There shall be understanding. There shall be might. There shall, you know, there, there, there's going to be some signs that it's God. Cause it's going to come to pass. He says signs and wonders follow those who believe demons are going to be cast out. Evil spirits are going to be cast out. They're going to be called out miracles of healing going to show up all these signs and wonders going to follow them. But he says it's by the same spirit talking about God, the Holy ghost, the same spirit. Amen. Uh The same spirit that was with the father, the same spirit that was with was in Jesus. Yes. No different spirit, but diversity of gifts. Uh So keep that separated, now, because it's separated by the scripture. Don't run them all together and jam them all together. Doesn't work. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all. It's not for you to profit as in making money off of it, or lying about it, or trying to fake it to make it. It's for you to profit with all, listen to what he says, for every man, so that the gift uh, if the Holy Spirit is there and he's operating and using the gifts in the body of Christ to edify the body, it's going to benefit everybody there. <clears throat> Everybody's going to profit. God don't give the gift to certain ones just for them to profit. You know, I don't care if you speak in tongue more than the next person and all of that, shout loud and all that. No, it's for everybody to profit from it. Why? Because the body of Christ as a whole needs to be edified by the Spirit. And he uses the gifts to be able to do that. You know? Without. And it says, for to one is given the spirit and the word of wisdom and to another, the word of knowledge by the same spirit. He keeps going back to the same spirit and to another by faith, the same spirit and to another, the gifts of healing by the same spirit. So it's one spirit, okay, operating all these gifts in the body for certain things that the body needs. They need healing. They need wisdom. They need knowledge. They need counsel, you know, they need demons cast out, unclean spirits cast out, and God gives individuals in the body of Christ as he selects, elects, and chooses to get the work done. People he can trust. People that are not, not going to run out there and think you're better than somebody else because you speak in tongues or because you, you know, God used you to share a word of wisdom or knowledge. That's what is happening in the body of Christ. You know, people be glorifying the gift instead of glorifying the gift giver. That same spirit, that one spirit, God the, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. That one spirit, diversity of gifts though. And sometimes they get misappropriated and misused and abused because people get caught up in themselves because they may have a gift that God has given them. And sometimes, don't get confused, talent is not gifts. Mm -hmm. Remember now, he gave talents and there are gifts. So don't be confused with a talent as a gift. It's just a talent, you know. You know, some folk be lying to them. Oh, they singing under the anointing of the Holy Ghost and the power of God. No, you've just been blessed with a, a gifted talent, you know, to sing or to whatever. You know when it's the spirit. You know when that singing comes from the spirit. You know, you know, you know that you know that you know because your spirit is in agreement. But all these worketh that one in the self-same spirit, there it is, dividing, dividing, giving to, to every man severally as he will. That's so powerful. Mm. Given to every man sever, 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 severally as he will. In other words, if God want to give all nine gifts through the Holy Ghost to one person, then that, that's up to God. It ain't up to us. If God want to use one believer in that church to operate in all nine of those gifts, that's God's choice. It's not man's choice, y'all. But if he wanted to divide it severally to everybody in there, that's still God's choice. It comes back to the the same spirit, the Holy Ghost, the self-same spirit. He makes the call. He makes the call. Not us, not your prophet, not your bishop. God does that. God does that. So don't stand in the way and hinder it. Whatever he's going to do, let him do it. He said, for by one spirit, are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jew or Gentile. God has no respect to person, whether we be bond or free. Yeah, he can show up in prison and baptize them out with the Holy Ghost. And you can be in church 20 years and never receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost and have been all made to drink into one spirit. See, that's the key. You ought to want to drink into one spirit, not all these other spirits out here. And a lot of times when you go to all these different places, conferences, you know, settings, you don't know what spirit is operating there because you don't have the Holy Ghost. You can't discern what spirit you are up against. You know, so you have to be careful what you lend yourself to. You know, the book of Matthew, chapter 12, verse twenty-eight, the King James Bible says this. But if I cast out devils by the by the spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. Okay, if you do it by the spirit, that means the kingdom of God has come out it's come, it's coming to you, you know, that's what, that's who the Holy Ghost is, when he comes in you, he brings God the Father, he brings God the Son, and he brings himself, okay, and now you've got all that power, that's why I say, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world, you got the whole embodiment of the kingdom of God, remember, Jesus is the embodiment of the Father, so is the Holy Ghost, the embodiment of God in the, in the, God the Son, God the Father and the Son, So you got all that total embodiment communicating to you through the spirit. That's why he said, great is he that's in you. He that's in you is actually the Trinity, the Godhead body, three distinct persons in you. When you receive the Holy Ghost, you got the total representation of the kingdom of God. And that makes you a powerful ambassador, a powerful communicator, a powerful manifestation comes when you speak. You know, that's the power and ambassador to have anyway, speaking for Christ. Paul Paul was, was notorious for that when he got baptized. He didn't fear no man, no nothing, what they could do to him. He was just like Jesus when Jesus got baptized. Went right on through the wilderness to the mm-hmm. temple, man, told Satan, get thee behind me, you two gonna worship God. I mean, they just walked in that power and that authority. Why? Because they were led by the Spirit of God. Yes. They were full yes. of power. Stephen Stephen was in the same boat, Pastor Jeff, over in the book of Acts, chapter seven. Stephen was the same way. Mm he was the same way they threw boulders and stones and stoned him he looked up to the father man in the spirit and said lord forgive them they don't know what they are doing they can kill my body but they can't kill the spirit of Christ that's in uh, me and the bible says Stephen was a man of faith he was full of power he was full of the holy ghost book of Romans chapter 15 verse 19 the king's James bible says this Though mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and round about unto Lystra come, I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. So when you preach in the gospel of Christ, fully preaching the gospel of Christ, I love that word "fully." You know why? Because see, people can preach out of skill, Pastor. Come on, they can have oratory skills. They can have a lot of you know a lot of training mm-hmm. and all been to, been to, you know public mm-hmm. speaking classes. But it doesn't qualify you to fully preach the gospel. The thing that's missing is the gospel is spiritually discerned. It has to be given through the Spirit. See, mm-hmm. see, mm-hmm. taking classes to speak, don't put the, the, the finishing touches on the gospel. Mm-hmm. You got to have the Holy Ghost. Come on. See, He makes it relevant. He puts the convicting power on it when it goes out. See, it goes out with power in it when this is what Paul said. I I I fully preached the gospel because I was full of the Holy Ghost. Remember Jesus, full of the Holy Ghost, led in the yeah. wilderness. Everyone that went forth, they were full of the Holy Ghost. Stephen, full of the Holy Ghost and power. Paul, full of the Holy Ghost and power. That way they can preach the full, the full manifestation, the full communication of the gospel with power, with authority. Amen? Apostolic power and authority. Uh, John, The book of John, chapter 16, verse 8 through 11, the King James Bible, we move to close. It said, nevertheless, I tell you the truth it is expedient for you that I go away. Jesus is talking now. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, There's that he, I love it, man. He will reprove there. There's that he, again, the world of sin. So the Holy Ghost is even working right now as we're preaching this this morning. He's working on some hearts right now out there, reproving some people, correcting some people, pointing some things out to people, convicting some people. I believe this with all my heart because if Jesus believed it, that's good enough proof for me. And of righteousness and of judgment of sin because they believe not on me. That me is not talking about lust, but it's talking about Jesus. Mm. talking about God the Father, of righteousness because I go to my Father and ye see me no more. Just because I don't physically see you, in other words, he's telling them, don't mean that I'm not going to be with you because I'm going to be with you, Emmanuel, God with you, interpreted. Mm. Of judgment because the prince of this world, talking about Satan, is judge. I'm telling you, you don't have to judge, you don't have to rebuke him, he said he is judge. I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. Wait until I leave completely out of sight, out of sound. Then go back into the upper room and continue to tear and pray and wait till you be due with power. Then your now moment will become your reality. I'll be right there with you, the Holy Ghost. Uh, how be it when he, here it is, the spirit of truth He is come. Why are you tarrying? Why are you praying? He's going to come and baptize you with himself. So now you can go out in the power and the authority, amen, and speak according to the spirit of God and not your own might and your own strength and your own understanding. When he has come, he will guide you into all truth, not some truth, so that you can preach, you can fully preach the gospel, all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come, the Holy Spirit, okay, is, he is a comforter, he's a sanctifier, and he's a helper, amen, and so we're going to stop right there this morning, we'll continue this uh, on thursday morning father we thank you we praise yes. you this morning for the yes. comforter we thank you for the sanctifier we thank you for the additional helper that you've given us another helper which is the holy spirit god and so father we honor you this morning as god we honor you, son jesus christ as god and we honor you holy spirit as god with us emmanuel and so father we just pray that this morning someone heard your words someone understands god that you did not want to leave your people comfortless then nor now or tomorrow God. You want us, God, to be and do with power from on high. But Father, we should desire, Lord God, to be baptized in the Holy Ghost when so many, Lord God, would rather not even have him in their conversation, Lord God, because they rather, Lord God, not Lord God, make the complete, fully change, Lord God, and, and, and let go of the love of the world. Let go, Lord, of that sinful lifestyle. Father, they want to be able to be comfortable and complacent, playing church, Lord God, and not being convicted by the Holy Ghost, Lord God. And so, Father, we thank and praise you today, God, for sanctifying us with that with His word. We're praying that even right now someone this morning heard this word, someone's being convicted by this word, and it's not I, God, but it's the Holy Ghost that's working on their hearts right now, God. And so, Father, I thank and praise you for the spirit convicting those who have heard today, those who are right now, Lord God, understanding that my life is not fully complete because I do not have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm in church, my God, been in church, Lord God, but I don't have, no one has taught me about the Holy Ghost. I don't even know whether there be any Holy Ghost. All I've done is heard about him. I did not realize that he want to live inside of me. He want to baptize me with power and authority. And so, Father, we're praying right now in the name of Jesus. After that, the Holy Ghost, come on whoever is listening out there right now that they too will receive power. Not good but power down on the mm. inside, mm-hmm. Lord God, that they can go forth and be a witness unto you, Lord God, unto wherever they go, family members, co-workers, friends, God, even those who persecute them, that they will be able to fully, Lord God, expound upon the gospel because it's not them that's speaking, but it's the Holy Ghost, the yes third so. person of the Godhead yes body, is our prayer this morning. So we give you praise, glory, and honor for helping us to understand who he is, the Holy Ghost, the comforter, Lord God, the sanctifier, the teacher, the helper, the one who walks alongside of us, the pastor. Mm. Lord God, who guides us, oh God, into all wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and might, Lord God. And so we give you praise, Lord, and honor right now for this teaching this morning. Now, seal it in our spirits, seal it in our hearts this morning, that it not depart from us, that we may walk in the counsel of the Spirit of God this morning, is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right, then, with well, that concludes the teaching this morning, we're going to turn it over to Pastor Sharon for comments. She'll be followed by our very own Pastor Darius and Pastor Phoebe and anyone else that's out there this morning. Amen.